1: It's eight o'clock on today, coming up, intensifying Israel's ground invasion into Gaza, entering a new phase. The war now fueling tensions here in the US and around the world, we're live with the latest. Then, remembering Matthew Perry, we're looking back at the life and legacy of the beloved Friends star, including his many visits to today. You guys are having a good time, huh? Yeah, Oh yeah. yeah. having a great time. And the new tributes pouring in this morning. Plus, tips and treats. With Halloween just a day away, we've assembled our team of experts to help you celebrate safely with a special holiday edition of today's five things. And scary good. Five nights at Freddy's, killing it at the box office. The video game turned blockbuster shattering records and leaving audiences screaming for more. The details coming up in Pop Start today, Monday, October 30th, 2023.
2: Belleville, Illinois.
3: Hi
4: to
5: my grandma. We hey, love you, Mimi.
4: Hello, Avon, Ohio.
6: And Kaysville, Utah.
5: From Arlington, Tennessee. It's my 14th birthday.
7: Sending love to my mom, watching in Lawrenceville, Georgia.
8: Here for Hall's 16th birthday. From Anderson, South Carolina. Traveled with our dance team. From Florida, Arkansas. To the Today Show.
1: And welcome back to you today. What a great crowd out there. Forget that rain. We got ponchos. We got smiles. (laughs) We got waves. We got lots to celebrate. And guess what? It is Halloween Eve, ah, one yeah. of the best days of the year around here. Okay, so we cannot wait
9: for tomorrow's big costume reveal. It's shaping up to be our biggest ever. We say that every year, Yes, yeah. right. we need it. Without giving too much away, we do have a single clue for you. Okay, and here's the clue. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, this is all we have for you. Two words.
10: Sounds like... Sounds like that's what? the clue. Sounds like what, you ask? By the way, that was a really bad clue. No, it was a uh, great clue. So, if
9: you really think about it, it's I know,
1: that, that, so, and I don't know. Sounds okay. <laughs> yeah.
10: All right, so here's how you find out. Join us tomorrow for a Halloween yeah. extravaganza. We are going to kick off Halloween in style. Is it
1: charades? Slides? Oh, wait, I know. Okay, all right. That all was right. your clue, okay. guys. Just come back tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Let's get to your news at 8 o'clock. Lots to get to. The Israeli military says it is gradually moving ahead in Gaza now as its ground operations intensify. The humanitarian crisis there is also escalating, along with fears for the hostages being held by Hamas. NBC's Raf Sanchez joins us from Israel with the latest. Raf, good morning.
7: Savannah, good morning. With every passing hour, Israel's military is pushing deeper into Gaza. They say that brings them closer to their goal of toppling Hamas, but it is also bringing more Palestinian civilians into the line of fire, and it's raising new fears for the fate of the Israeli hostages. This morning, Israel taking its ground operation against Hamas deeper into Gaza, preparing for what looks more like a long siege than an all-out assault. For Palestinians, that may mean months of misery ahead. More than 8,000 have been killed in Gaza already, including many children, according to the Hamas-run health ministry. Food and medicine in short supply, and the U.S. urging Israel to allow in more aid, including fuel, which it's blocked so far.
10: We should work out a way
11: to get fuel to those places uh, so that Hamas can't divert it, steal it, or use it for military purposes.
7: And for the families of Israeli hostages, fears that the ground operation puts their loved ones in the crossfire. We are very worried about that. Malki Shem Tov voicing those fears to Israel's prime minister in a meeting with families Saturday. His 21 year old son Omar was kidnapped from the music festival. The family recognizing Omar in this Hamas video by his tattoos and distinctive shorts. Now they're urging the government to free Palestinian prisoners as part of an exchange.
9: Let's make all the swap, send them all the prisoners that they are here, and release all the hostages.
7: Hamas's leader in Gaza says he's open to such a trade a claim Israel is dismissing as psychological terror. We first met Omer's family in the opening days of the war, his older brother showing us his room untouched since he disappeared. This is this is his room exactly as he Exactly left as he left. Waiting, hoping, and doing everything they can to bring him home. And in just the last few hours, Israel's military has raised the number of hostages again, now saying there are at least 239 people being held inside Gaza. Hamas claims nearly 50 hostages have been killed so far by Israeli fire. NBC News has not been able to verify that claim. Savannah. All right. Raf Sanchez for us. Raf, thank you.
9: A judge yesterday reinstated the gag order on former President Trump in the federal case that charges him with trying to overturn the 2020 election results. The order pro prohibits him from making statements about potential witnesses or critical remarks about prosecutors and the court staff. Earlier this month, Judge Tanya uh, Tanya Chutkin agreed to put it on hold while Trump's legal team appealed. Will that stay now lifted? Trump responded on social media writing, quote, the corrupt Biden administration just took away my First Amendment right to free speech.
10: Now to an urgent recall of a popular children's snack. The Wanabana Company is recalling all of its popular apple cinnamon fruit puree pouches. There's a look at the pouch there. If your child has eaten one of those products, the FDA says you should contact your health care provider about having them tested for lead. The agency says high levels of lead were found in the snack. Lead, of course, is toxic and can cause developmental delays in children. The Wanabana puree pouches have been sold nationwide through Sam's Club, Amazon, Dollar Tree. And other retailers. Coming up, uh, we're going to get you ready for Halloween with a very special edition of Today's Five Things, packed with advice for a fun and safe night of trick-or-treating with your family.
1: All right, but first we're going to remember the life and legacy of Matthew Perry, some of his favorite moments right here on Today, right after this.
0: This is a big year.
6: Why don't you go see Frankie? My family's been going to him forever. He did my first suit when I was 15. No, wait, 16. No, excuse me, 15. All right, when was 1990? Okay, you have to stop the Q-tip when there's resistance.
1: Oh, he always um, stole the show, didn't he? Matthew okay. Perry, the Chandler one-liner really was cited. He said that was his all-time favorite, that one Love right it. there. Love Loved it. it. And it was improvised, by the way.
9: Okay, throughout his run on Friends and the years that followed, Perry was a regular right here on Today. NBC's Emily Akeda joins us now from the makeshift memorial in his honor at the iconic Friends apartment right here in New York. Hey,
8: Guys, good morning to you. We all know Matthew Perry was beloved by millions, including our Today Show family. He stopped by Studio 1A a handful of times to discuss the blockbuster hit show Friends. Fans of the show will recognize where I'm standing. It's the apartment building immortalized by the show. And this morning it's turned into a makeshift memorial with flowers and notes all left
5: in
6: honor of the beloved actor.
5: Matthew Perry and his friends debuted on the small screen back in 1994.
6: So, does he have a hump? A hump and a hairpiece? <laughs>
5: <laughs> the 24-year-old Perry, bringing Chandler Bing to life on the hit '90s sitcom, the lovable character known for his quick wit and sarcasm. Really,
0: four in the morning
5: really is fresh. Really fresh. <laughs> the cast joining today, just weeks after the show's debut episode.
6: This show is—I I like this show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are having a good time,
13: huh?
5: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Having a great time. <laughs> Airing on NBC for 10 seasons. Paper! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! It's becoming a primetime smash and cultural phenomenon with some of the most watched TV episodes of all time. At its height, drawing in 50 plus million viewers.
6: We had become kind of overnight successes. I mean, it's really kind of the Hollywood story.
5: The actor also finding success on other TV shows and the big screen. Perry talked about the difference between doing comedy in front of a live audience and creating laughs for movies.
6: What I like about the television show is you get the immediate gratification of the laugh right away. And in movies, you're waiting seven or eight months to to see if something's funny.
5: Behind the scenes, Perry faced many well-documented personal struggles, including a decades-long battle with drug and alcohol addiction.
6: When you hit a crossroads like that at a moment in your life, you just kind of realize that no matter what the consequence, you have to go. It's a life and death kind of situation.
5: In 2002, Perry talked about going to rehab while filming the rom-com Serving Sarah, which forced the production to pause for several months.
6: You hope that people are going to be understanding, but, you know, it was a very serious thing. It was like, you know, if I hadn't done what I did, I may not be here sitting and talking to you.
5: The actor even finding some humor through sharing his experiences in group therapy.
6: Everybody shares like a common bond, this, uh, this sort of X factor. It really is a funny place to be, even in real life—a
5: life that helps bring laughs and smiles to millions, especially on Friends, which Perry described as an amazing run.
6: It was an incredible, it was an incredible experience. It really, uh, and I was so young. I mean, I was 24 when we started, and it was just, a, it was just amazing. And the co-
8: creators of the show, friends, releasing a statement, reading in part, he was always the funniest person in the room. More than that, he was the sweetest with a giving and selfless heart, adding this truly is the one where our hearts are broken and in an nod to how the episodes are titled. Something we see reflected on the ground here as despite the rain and the cold, people continue to pay tributes with notes and flowers in honor of the beloved actor and the man who devoted so much of his journey, his struggles to helping others. Guys?
9: Yeah, you can't thank Sam, you can't undersc- underscore that enough, the yeah. fact that even when he was going through some of his addiction
10: struggles, yeah. he was helping people
1: yeah. along yes. the way. And that's how he wanted to be remembered. That's how he wanted to be remembered. And so we yes. will.
10: Uh, Let us switch gears and get a check of the forecast. Mr. Roker, what are we looking at?
2: All right, guys, we are looking at some wet weather, cold and damp weather in the Northeast, some snow, northern New England. We're looking at that wet weather coming all the way down into Texas behind that front. We've got an Arctic feel, snow, showers up in the plains, but the western third of the country, gorgeous bright skies and seasonal temperatures. And that is your latest weather. Savannah? All right, Al,
1: thank you. Now to a special Halloween edition of today's Five Things. On the eve of the big day, we have brought in the Pros to help us avoid getting spooked by some common Halloween mistakes. Joining us this morning, we've got a veteran police officer, a lifestyle expert, and a professional trick or treater. Can't wait for that! But first, let's get to the safety. Deputy Chief Janelle Simpson from the Camden County Police Department in New Jersey. She's been a police officer for more than two decades. She knows a couple of things about safety. Chief, good morning. It's good, good to morning. see you. Good morning. Thank okay, here's your five things. You say never
3: one. Number one, never use real candles. Yes, costumes and wigs can be very famable. So you never want to use real candles for decorations, mm. especially in commonly frequent areas like your doorway, your walkway, your landings, because, you know, you can prevent a hazard. Always use fake candles instead. Oh, yeah. Mm. I, I mean, in those throughways, I can yes. see that happening.
1: OK, never let a child trick or treat alone. What's, is there an age limit? I mean, is there any, any age you can let them go out?
3: Well, I would say 12 is a good age to start using the buddy system, um, but it's on, really up to the parent. They know their child, so they know what their response, how responsible their child is. Okay. Um, never let kids dart into the street. Well, the number one fatality during Halloween is the child being struck by a vehicle. Uh. So you want to make sure you encourage them to always walk, not run, to use the sidewalk and use the crosswalk when they're crossing. For the little ones, hold the hand. Yes. OK, never let kids eat candy. Oh, excuse me. Never let a child enter a stranger's home. Well, you would we always tell our kids that, but yeah. during Halloween, people are really friendly. They're offering candy. Yeah. So no matter what they say, you never want to enter their home or their uh, vehicle. Good reminder for the kids. And then never
1: let kids eat candy before inspecting. Okay, but what, and you know, kids are just lean, they're just eating it the whole way. Yes. What should you be looking for?
3: Well, you should be looking for any torn packages, any package that appear to be uh, tampered with, anything that's spoiled, any baked goods. If they're not baked by somebody, you know, you should get rid of them. Yeah. And then for a smaller challenge, You'll be looking for any horror candies that could potentially be a choking hazard. All right. Deputy Chief Simpson, thank you so much. Thank nice you. to have you with
1: us. Happy Halloween. Hold
3: up. All right. Thank you, SG. I'm here with Steffi Greff. She's the author
9: of A Home for Every Season and has more than a million followers on TikTok, Insta. They come to her for lifestyle and DIY expertise. Got five tips on what never to do. Okay, Steffi, let's start. You would never fail to check the weather. got to make sure you're ready for the day.
13: Yes, true. I mean, it's rainy today. Yeah. So you just never know what you're going to get. So you want to make sure if you're going going out that you have an umbrella and you're prepared. I always love to have a black and white shirt just in case I want to layer it under my kids oh, smart. costumes. Smart. Yes. And if you can have an adult nearby in a car, just in case it starts to torrentially yeah. downpour, it's That'd always nice. a good idea. This is my
9: favorite tip of all the tips I've read. And I did not <laughs> know this. Never carve a pumpkin from the top. Don't carve it it from the
13: bottom? What? Why? I know. We were all gypped when we were taught how to carve our pumpkins. But if you carve it from the bottom, it actually retains the moisture so much better. Yeah. And if you coat your pumpkin in Vaseline, it will actually last all the way through Thanksgiving. It'll keep all the squirrels away.
9: I cannot believe we didn't know that that trick or tip. I know. I know. A lot of kids buy those Halloween buckets to get a bunch of candy in, you say, don't waste your money buying a bucket. Yes.
13: Yeah. So I love to DIY a tote or a pillowcase. I just grab paint and I grab markers and I throw it on the table and my kids just have fun painting it, coloring it. And the great thing about it too, is that when you go to store it for the next season, you just fold it up and it folds up really easily. Whereas the buckets are so big and they take up a lot of space. And you
9: probably end up either tossing it or using it to store stuff you don't need. Yes. Yes. Never skip dinner because often when you're going trick or treating, it's around the dinner time hour.
13: Yes, yeah. So my kids always want to get out and get their candy, but it's really important to eat before you go out, obviously. So I love to have a really spooky dinner. Like, what and, do you do? I love to do a, a ghost pizza. And Whoa. they love pizza, so it's a win-win for everyone, and it's cute, and I get them hyped up for dinner, and then they're full before they go out and fill up on candy. Look at your
9: house. You can buy, <laughs> and you can buy that pizza crust just ready-made. So just, you just ready-made,
13: anytime. yeah, and you just cut it, cut it into the shape. It's easy. Okay,
9: never let candy go to waste. What yes. do you do with the extra?
13: So there's so much excess, yeah. so I love to save it and make gingerbread houses in December with it.
9: Okay, you, I know you have a ton of Insta followers. What's your Instagram handle? For-
13: at Steffi. And my t- book is a home for every season.
9: I can't believe all these <laughs> great tips. Carving the pumpkin from the bottom, Craig. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard of such a thing? you. Yeah, I
10: learned a lot there. Yeah. I learned a lot. I am here with our final expert, uh, third grader, Caleb Wade. He's from Kipstar Star Harlem Elementary here in New York. Caleb is dressed and ready to go as, as Lucas from Stranger Things costumes. Nailed it, buddy. Nailed it. So Caleb has been trick-or-treating for the last six years. So we know that he really knows his stuff. So thank you for coming in to impart some of your trick-or-treating wisdom on us. You ready? Yes. All right. You say the first tip is never fail to say trick-or-treat. Is that right?
14: Yeah. Why? That's important because you never know how a person may take it and they may not give you candy unless you say it.
10: That's a good point. There's nothing worse than having a kid show up and just put his hand out or his bucket out and he didn't even say trick or treat. Yeah. yeah.
14: What about thank you? Never take candy without saying thank you. That's another one of your tips. That's important because, um, you don't, you always want to have good manners and it's always great to say thank you, especially on trick or treat because they're taking time out of their day to give you candy for free. Yeah. And you know
10: what? That's actually probably a good life lesson, too. Like maybe more people should just say thank you as they're going through life. Right. Yes. You you strike me as the kind of guy that probably says thank you a lot. though. Yeah. Uh, You also say that you should never grab more than
14: one piece of candy. That's important because you don't want to be greedy and take the whole basket. And you also want to save some for the next person that could be behind you, especially if there's a sign that says take one piece.
10: Yes. I. You know what? You're you're a very polite trick-or-treater. I can tell. I can tell. Thank
14: you. <laughs>
10: See? There you go. Uh, you also say, Caleb, that you should never go to bed before brushing your teeth, especially on Halloween.
14: That's important, especially on Halloween, because you don't want your teeth to get rotten, fall out, and have cavities, especially if you want to eat all of your candy. <laughs> That's true. That's a really good point. You don't want your teeth to get rotten. So brush your teeth
10: after you have all all that that candy. And then um, your last tip, never hand
14: out anything other than candy. You should never, you should really never do that because this day is about giving out candy. No raisins, no corn, no oranges. Maybe I'll take the raisins with the candy, but... No raisins at all, especially because the day is not about giving out food or snacks. Today right. is about giving out candy. Yeah. If the day was about giving out food, then that's a different story. Right.
10: That's Thanksgiving.
14: Yes. Yeah. Halloween's
10: about candy. Yes. Um, what's your favorite candy, Caleb?
14: My favorite candy is
2: Reese's.
10: Reese's. So your bucket is empty for folks at home. Show yes. them your bucket. I know a guy that specializes in candy. Hey, Caleb?
2: How are you, Bud? Hi. Hi. Nice so, to see. You. We put the. We don't have any Reese's in here right now, but we're going to get some Reese's to put th- in there for you. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. You're a very polite young man,
10: Mr. Roker. Want to make sure nice. you had a full candy basket. So you when can you go trick or you know,
2: treating, do you like it when people give out those little those little bars? You like the big bars.
14: The big bars. Yeah, that's
10: my boy. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Caleb, you are a trick or treating expert. Thank you.
14: Mm-hmm thank you no,
10: for stopping of course, by
14: of course. Uh,
10: and a big thanks to all of our <laughs> experts and for even more Halloween safety tips just go to our website today.com uh, Caleb's going to put some more of his tips on there as well straight ahead Jenna Bush Hager she is here with not one but two two read what Jenna reveals including her pick for November we'll get to that right after this Caleb, there you go.
2: Caleb. <laughs> nicely done nicely done Hey
9: everybody! 8:30. It is a Monday morning. You know what day it is? The thirtieth of October, 2023. It's a little wet. Don't worry. We're having fun. We're here in New York. We want to hand out. Samantha and I have gold stars for every single person who came out here. Oh. This is a great looking I mean, plaza, great. and you know what?
1: The, you guys, you made the rain go away. You're all sunshine. Yeah. You guys are
15: you. awesome. I just got my free poncho, but I don't need it anymore. No, no, you don't. Yeah. No, you and by the way, everybody's
1: going to get airtime today. Yeah. Everybody.
15: Everybody gets get a free time. pop star. Yeah. I love it. We do have a good pop star coming up. I was bending on the back working on it I the know. past three In hours. Pop star. <laughs> I, I write it with a long feather, old exactly. school with pen with a quill. <laughs> with a quill. That's yeah. right. Coming your way. Also, <laughs> had a special surprise for a promising NFL rookie who <laughs> says thanks to his mom for all the help that she gave him. It helped him reach his lifelong dream. Good one coming up.
1: Mm Plus, how lucky is Harry Smith? Mm-hmm. He went up to Freedom, Maine, where oh. one of our very, very favorite chefs is now sharing recipes and stories from her really one-of-a-kind restaurants called The Lost Kitchen. He's going to tell us about his spectacular meal there and why Chef Aaron French says you have to be in a good mood oh. to make good food. Oh, that, that makes sense. sense. It, like, makes put a little makes, love yeah. in
2: there. Yeah. Yeah. You bet. Okay. Hey, and our Today Fitness contributor, Stephanie Monsoor, is here. Coming up in the third hour, she's going to tell us about the next Start Today Challenge with the benefits of cross-training so you can walk or run faster longer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before we do anything else, Mr. Roker, a yes. lot of folks concerned about the forecast yeah. got some trick-or-treating I understand. Let's get it started. Look at the week ahead. We start with today. Going to be cold here in the Northeast. The Arctic chill back through the plains. Plenty of sun out west. Then trick-or-treat night. Mount Mystery, Washington, partly cloudy, 40. It's going to be spine-chilling in the Rockies. Devil's Lake, North Dakota, 20 degrees. Howling winds throughout the Great Lakes with some snow. Bat Cave, North Carolina, 48. Transylvania, Louisiana, 50 degrees. And Caribou, Maine, uh, partly sunny, or partly cloudy, I should say, and 32. Then Wednesday, rain and snow returns to the northeast. Seasonal temps out west. Cool sunshine to the southeast by the end of the week. It's going to be wet in the Pacific Northwest. November-like temperatures, the eastern third of the country, but nice warm sunshine from Texas into the Central Plains. Our youngest fan on the plaza, who's this? This is Chase. How old's Chase? He's four months old. Mm -hmm. Where are you guys from?
16: Uh,
12: Jersey City.
2: Jersey City? Oh, he took that long path train ride all the way over. That's right. Well, he is... Perfect. Nice to see you, buddy. What a good attitude. We like that. Hey, don't forget, Chase, you want to watch The Irrational tonight on NBC. We call The Irrational our senior producer, Pete Breen, our executive producer. But that's another story. Jesse L. Martin is the real Irrational. He stars as a human behavior expert who has crime solving down to a science, using his expertise to help solve high-stakes crimes. That's tonight at 10, 9 central, right after The Voice, and streaming tomorrow on Peacock. Savannah?
1: Okay, Al, guess what? It is almost November, so Jenna is here to announce a new Read with Jenna pick. Drum roll, please. Oh, drum roll. I am so excited to share November's
4: pick. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. The Sun Sets in Singapore by Canday Fundipa. It is a dazzling, sexy, Debut novel. You know, that's not normally my forte. It is a group, it is about a group of expats living in Singapore. A handsome stranger shows up. And it disrupts the friend's bond. Okay, It's about community and race and friendship. If you want a book that's going to be an escape, which I think we all need. Yes, ma'am. Right? Some fun. You get to travel to exotic Singapore. Wow. Read More on, this. on the sexy part. What sex- it's, it's
1: just like, like steamy. Well,
4: did I not mention the handsome... Oh, yeah.
1: Okay.
4: Okay. All right. You think the community is going to like it? I think the community is going to love it because it's also about race and identity. It's about what bonds us and when we really need community. So I I think y'all will love it. Okay. So along with our book, guess what? Guess what else we're announcing? What? We have a new look for our book club. What? Can you say hello to our new logo? Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah, to here, but here it is. It's so nice. Don't
1: you like it? I do. I love your colors, your color story. It's pretty, right? Why did you change the logo?
4: Well, because we just like this better. A little fresh No coat of reason paint. except for we like it. Well, and I it's, think it's we're very... about to celebrate five years. It's time for a new look. Five years. I, I love it. It's bold. Time flies. It says read me. Okay, I hope so. And y'all, read Me. It's so good. We should mention that The Sun Sets in Singapore is out tomorrow. Go to your local indie bookstore. You can scan that QR code. To read with
1: us. All right, Jenna, thank you. I think a bunch this of folks good. on our plaza have it already. Know, you they love got that? Hot up the presses. Give it to Nancy. Okay, I will. Oh yeah, I will. Especially the sexy part. You know, Nancy loves a sexy oh, read, guys. Oh, Nancy's blushing That's right my mouth. Coming up next, we'll get you ready for our big costume reveal tomorrow with some of the best we ever saw on our favorite stars over the weekend. Carson's that that a lot more on pop star, but first, this is today on NBC.
10: Mr. Roker,
2: 8.38. That means it's best time of the morning. My, my, my Quill Puffton. pen yes. Right yes. here.
15: i got to read it out. Your inkwell. Uh, lots to get to in a busy day for Popstar. We're going to start with Five Nights at Freddy's. It's officially spooky season, and this weekend, the Josh Hutcherson-led horror flick hit theaters and Peacock. Well, those creepy animatronics absolutely Mm. slayed the box office based on a popular video game, Five Nights at Freddy's from Blumhouse and our sister company, Universal Studios. It's one for the good guys. Broke (laughs) records with its debut, even coming in ahead of Taylor Swift's Eras tour. Shake that off. According to Variety, the horror movie there opened over 76 million bucks in domestic ticket sales. It's the biggest opening weekend for a horror film this year. Plus, it's the second largest premiere all time of a film that's based on a video game adaptation behind the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh-huh. You can catch five nights in theaters or streaming on Peacock. On Peacock? You can stream yeah. yeah. it right now? Yeah. You can stream it that's right even, that's now. That's even
2: more impressive that you did that well, even though people got going to watch it. Yes, yeah,
15: exactly yes. Right. yes. They had now. Uh, next up, let's keep the spooky celebrations going with a little Halloween weekend costume roundup. Even though we're still a day away from trick or treating, some of Hollywood's biggest stars already debuting their outfits. Did you see Adele? No, no. Oh, oh, look at amazing. that! Wow. Adams, incredible, right? Over the weekend, the Grammy winner shared speech. that photo—the iconic gothic look. She did her whole show. In costume oh, too in Vegas. Oh, cool! Meanwhile, Kiki Palmer and her adorable eight-month-old son coordinated as the Whoa, Bride dude. of Frankenstein <laughs> and the world's most adorable mad scientist. Look <laughs> oh, oh, at that picture. That's so cute. And if you're still in need of a last-minute idea for tomorrow, SNL gave a great suggestion during Saturday's sketch, poking fun at SAG after-approved. Costumes. Did you <laughs> see that or did you phone show
2: up?
9: iPhone, I got a couple of texts on uh, that one. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a Cassie Lee inspired, you know. Yeah, oh, that <laughs>
15: that's fantastic. Uh, next <laughs> up, Dave <Jane laughs> Girl. and Practical. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. funny,
2: but it's and a really good idea. Yeah. It is. It is.
15: Uh, Dave Grohl, hot off that Foo Fighters performance at SNL over the weekend as well. Tomorrow, Dave's set to release the paperback edition of his best-selling memoir, which is great. It's a new extended edition of The Storyteller, Tales of Life and Music, set to include exclusive content like the story when Dave met Paul McCartney for the first time, also... Dave's playlist for early morning pancake making, manning the grill and getting behind the wheel. There's a little something for everybody in there. Love Dave. All right, and finally, Barry Manilow, everybody. Let's just jump from Halloween right to Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's an early gift for you. Fanilow's out there. This year, the legendary artist set to host a new holiday special, and it's gonna happen right here on NBC. Barry's Mm -hmm. set to play with a Vegas-sized backdrop, 24-piece band. The show's gonna feature all the classic holiday jams, Plus, Manilow's classic jams, like Mandy. Oh, I I write the songs. How about, looks like we made it. Looks like we made it. Maybe, if you're good, you get a little Copacabana. How about, it's it's a miracle. miracle. It's a miracle. Barry's saying in a statement, it's going to be a feel-good hour of music, and you can watch Barry Manilow's A Very, Very Christmas. December 11th on NBC and, of course, streaming the next day on Peacock.
1: On Peacock?
2: Uh, on Peacock. Wow, That's drive, excellent. Watch right. Five Nights at Freddy's and then Barry Manning. Barry It's Coming yeah. right. it <laughs> <closed laughs> up
9: next, a rising star in the NFL putting family first. The sweet, sweet story of how one rookie with the Chargers is now repaying his mom for the sacrifices she made to help him reach the top. But first, this is Today
3: on NBC.
10: We're at
1: 8.44 with our special series Inside the Game. Yeah, the Chargers picked up a big win yesterday, defeating the Chicago Bears on Sunday night football. And before the game, NBC's Liv Kreutz caught up with Liz Kreutz, caught up with one of the Chargers' promising young players. Liz, good morning. Hi, Liz. Hey guys, good morning. Yeah, for rookie Quinton Johnston, the road to the
17: NFL started years before thousands of fans were cheering his name. He says the support of his family has made it all possible, which is why he wanted to return the favor and make his mom's own dream of retiring come true. You may have watched as the Chargers took the field on Sunday night football, but what you've probably missed is the grueling work and unwavering support it takes to get here. L.A. Chargers rookie wide receiver Quentin Johnston's journey began well before kickoff. Earlier this year, dad Carl and mom Sherry were by their son's side as his childhood dream came true.
7: The Los Angeles Chargers select Quinton
3: Johnston.
17: What was it like the first time you put on that Chargers cap?
0: I'm just happy for myself, my family, and my friends, because, you know, I had a lot of people there with me.
17: They've been there since the very beginning, rooting on Johnston through his younger years in track, basketball, and, of course, football, a sport he'd dominate in college at TCU, earning the now 22-year-old that first-round draft pick. The moment that you found out that you were being drafted by the Chargers, you gave a speech Uh and you said something about your mom. Mm -hmm. What did you say?
0: Yeah, uh, just long story short, told her that she can retire. This is the moment that I've been waiting for all my life, that she went through so much and made so many sacrifices for. If
17: there is one thing that you could say to her right now, what would it be?
0: Thank you. Um, You know, something I tell her, you know, day in and day out, because I wouldn't be here where I am today.
17: You know, I don't think you need to tell me. You might be able to.
0: What's so, up? I didn't know y'all was going to do all this. <laughs> well, thank you. Let me tell you to your face. I appreciate you for everything you that you've done for me.
17: So when Quentin said in front of everybody, Mom, you can retire now, what did you think? I what was when-
9: shocked. I was scared. I was nervous. I was happy. All of that stuff. So
17: did you turn in your two weeks notice right then and there?
9: No, I fought him for a minute because I really was not ready to retire.
17: But with some encouragement from Quinton, this past June, Sherry finally did put in her notice. Now, after 31 years of serving in the military and working at the VA hospital in Central Texas, Sherry is a full-time NFL mom. What was it like watching him in his first game? It was crazy.
9: All of a sudden, they played that, you know, that football thing. (laughs) And I looked
12: down and I said,
9: my baby is in the NFL. Do you feel
17: the pressure of being in the NFL?
0: Now that I'm in it, not really. I kind of just stay level-headed and focus on what I have to do.
17: You raised such a good (laughs) (laughs) son. Thank you. Oh, you guys, it was such a heartwarming, sweet moment to see them together. Even though he's a professional football player, first, he is still Sherry's son. Sherry, by the way, says she's enjoying retirement. She told us it feels like something she was born to do. She's been gardening, but she also says she's been spending some time off running around with Quentin's younger brother Xavier. So, you know, I guess the job as mom never really stops. Oh, guys it doesn't. Liz, that was wonderful.
9: Great thank a great thank you so much. You, great, story. great. All right. Coming up, guys, Harry Smith's got a visit to the The Lost Kitchen, a -a one-of-a-kind restaurant in Maine with a very long waiting list to prove it. He's going to show us what makes it special. But first, this is Seth on
10: NBC. Welcome back this morning on today food the lost
15: kitchen. Yeah, we just had Erin French here in Studio One a She made that chicken cutlet that we still uh, talk about, right? And she apparently returned the favor to one of us. Who Harry is? must have sent a postcard to the Lost Kitchen in nineteen eighty-eight, yeah. and it just got accepted. And you went ten thousand postcards I sent. Yeah. Tell yeah. us everything. No, I well, I saw you guys
11: last week, and I'm like, oh, because oh, the chicken cutlet was right. crazy. Oh, sure, the still- vinaigrette we tried this last week, yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect. Arguably the hardest restaurant to get a reservation in the country, and we went up to Freedom Maine and Lost Kitchen to find out why. Fall in Freedom Maine is as beautiful as one would imagine. The tiny hamlet home to a restaurant where a reservation is as valued as a winning lottery ticket. Our host, Aaron French, owner of the Lost Kitchen.
16: You made it. Thank you for coming. I made you a nice lunch today.
11: Did you really?
16: Yeah. yeah. I figure if you've come all this way, you're expecting to have something to eat. I am. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, good.
11: Let's go. Erin welcomed afternoon. us with a mocktail.
16: A wonderful Cheers. afternoon. Cheers.
11: And we shucked oysters.
16: Please. Have a shot.
11: Definitely. Oh my gosh. Ready? Total game changer. Mm. Yeah. Total Wow.
16: I'm excited because food is my tool for pulling out emotion. How lucky are we?
11: So fortunate.
16: That's the way you're supposed to feel when you sit at that table, you know?
11: What do you think it is that's inside you that is this deep desire to make people happy or feel
0: fulfilled?
16: I've questioned that, and for a while, I thought that it was because I was a woman. And because as a woman, we want to give people love. That's been the feelings that I've innately just felt inside of me, um, wanting to care for people deeply.
11: I'm feeling there's something really sort of unfair about this because I'm actually having lunch with you in a room that's normally filled with how many people?
16: 53.
11: 53. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who've been waiting for months and years to have this chance. Should you be lucky enough to dine here, the meal, or should we say the experience, lasts five hours or more.
16: And the moment just, it slips away because you're having the best time and you're making people feel warm and you're making them feel like they belong here.
11: Potatoes first. I would say it tastes like home, but it's better. Lunch exceeded all expectations. Delicious seemed too puny a word to use under the circumstances.
16: The chicken's moist, so flavorful. Oh, good.
11: Wow. Erin's new cookbook, Big Heart, Little Stove, is filled with recipes from her restaurant and childhood. You say love can be tasted.
16: You can't make delicious food if you're in a bad mood.
11: So the key then would be... If you're in a bad mood and you're having people over, just order pizza. (laughs)
16: That's probably a good idea.
11: With each recipe is a sentence or two, like an invitation to give it a try.
16: I wanted people to feel like they weren't alone and that they were able to make mistakes. And you will make mistakes in the kitchen. That's part of how you become a better cook.
11: Is a cookbook a way for you to communicate with the people who may never get a chance to eat here?
16: One hundred percent people break down and cry in here. And it still mystifies me. And that's part of this book was like unlocking what was mystifying me and saying, what is it? Why are 60,000 people wanting to come here to eat? Why are they crying when they get here? Why are they staying five hours and not wanting to leave?
11: Because in its own way, it's almost food is therapy. Mm hmm. Food saved me. Food
16: safety. Oh, yeah. It was the only place that I could find something that I could feel like I was any good at something.
11: She insists she's not a chef. She's a cook. She's just a very, very, very good cook and a great
15: host. And in a good right. mood all the time. I love that line about you got to be in a good mood to make good food. Right. Yeah. And that's,
2: you read her cookbook and that's
11: you can hear her speaking. It's wonderful because every there's a couple of paragraphs or sentences before every recipe. Yep. They're like invitations.
9: Please try But I loved this. her yeah. with you. It's like she made you feel seen and heard. Like yeah. I loved watching you, you guys interact.
11: Like, I don't want to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I really don't want to go. And l- listen, 60,000 postcards every spring come in every year saying, please let me come and mm-hmm. eat at your restaurant. So to be able to just even have a little and lunch. Like, yeah.
1: Don't call us. We'll call you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
11: Which is know. what they do. We
1: love her. We love when she comes here. We uh, feel so. Yeah.
11: Food yeah. is so treated. good. Yeah, she's- Fulfilled.
1: We love you, Erin. Her Five new dollars. cookbook is called Big Heart Little Stove. It's out tomorrow. Since you can't get into the restaurant, I guess just learn to yeah. be a better This cook is the cook way today. to do it.
15: <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, you you Always great.
10: You. Well, we're back with our third and fourth hours, including some creative and easy ideas for a last minute Halloween costumes. Beautiful.
11: Chicken was. Chicken was.
0: And the This is a big year.